The epistle is taken from St. Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Praise be to be God. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Those words from the opening paragraph of A Tale of Two Cities in some ways reflects the mood of people as we approach Christmas. Many people think it's beginning to sound like the worst of times with the commercial pressures, with all its demands. Many people are exhausted. In fact, the other day, somebody just sighed and said, I'll be glad when it's all over. Very sad. Of course, there are challenges in preparing for Christmas, but it is really the best of times. And to get us in the right frame of mind, I can think of no better advice to take than Paul, which was set out in our epistle reading today. His circumstances when he wrote these words were not good at all. He could well have written them from a prison cell. But he gives us the guidelines we need as we prepare for this season. He's basically saying, rejoice and be thankful. As his words actually say, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Very wise counsel. Not only praying to God to prepare us for this season and to help us through its tensions, but also with an attitude of gratitude, with thanksgiving in our hearts. Some years ago, um, I went to a memorial service in Westminster Abbey. It was for Sir John Templeton, who each year gave a very generous prize for progress in religion. Great Christian, a very generous person with his money. And in the order of service, it had just one paragraph of his writings, and this is what it said. Thanksgiving opens the door to spiritual growth. If there is any day in our life which is not a Thanksgiving day, then we are not fully alive. Counting our blessings attracts blessings. Counting our blessings each morning starts a day full of blessings. Thanksgiving brings God's bounty. From gratitude comes riches. From complaints, poverty. Thankfulness opens the door to happiness. Thanksgiving causes giving. Thanksgiving puts our minds in tune with the infinite. Continual gratitude 
dissolves our worries. So let us continue to rejoice with thanksgiving in our hearts. But another principle in Paul's message is in verse 8, where he's really telling us to think positively. This is what he says. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And let us think about some of the great messages linked with Christmas. For it brings into our world the spirit of love. As we look at that crib there, we see the baby in the manger. And remember those great words of scripture. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but may have eternal life. That great gift of love, that spirit of love in our world, particularly at Christmas time, is so exciting with people sharing good wishes and blessings with other people, with our family and our friends, our neighbours. And it can be a tremendous season celebrating the gift of love. And there's not only a spirit of love in the world at the moment, the spirit of joy, which is so important. You know, one of the great hymns at Christmas time is, Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. And certainly Christmas is a time for us to start thinking joyful thoughts, fine things, things that lift our spirits. Of course, it's a lovely time to have fun and laughter in its general sense. And I know the children particularly have fun at this time of year. I've just been reading a letter of authentic messages to Santa and one child sent this message. Dear Santa, in my house there are three boys. Richard um, is two, Jeffrey is four and Norman is seven. Richard is good sometimes, Jeffrey is good sometimes, but Norman is good all the time. Signed, Norman. <laughs> yes, laughter and gaiety and happiness, they're all wonderful um, things that are going on, but the Christian message of joy goes so deep and so lasting. Jesus said, these things I have spoken to you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy may be full. And so the brief little message for today is this. Let's rejoice in the best of times. Let's rejoice with thanksgiving in our hearts. Let's think positively about this season. And what's the result of that sort of attitude? Well, again, it was in our scriptural reading. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds 
in Christ Jesus. And the God of peace will be with you. And so in a few moments, as we gather for our Eucharist, many thanksgiving, let's thank God afresh for the gift of his Son. And may this season be for each one of us a time of thanksgiving and joy and peace. Amen.